You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Great to have you on board. Sats and Jace here tonight. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You are the star of the show. Give us a call. How's that Christmas special coming along too, by the way, boys? We've got we're gonna get some of our listeners on there to wish our other listeners Merry Christmas. It do they will... come up with their own message or do we give them a message? No, nah, they've got to come up with it. Okay. So we've got so far we've got Glenn. Actually actually we haven't spoken to Glenn in ages, have we? Fitzy from the Gold Coast. We're going to get Fitzy on, are we? You've got to actually have physically called the show. So Steve from Dubbo, who I think is our funniest. Steve's listen, not funny. He is funny. No, he's not. Just because he had a crack at your last laugh. See, yeah, Steve's never rang us. He's probably got like a real squeaky voice. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> that's why he only texts. God, I hope that's the reason. Um, so we've got Glenn. You want Fitzy from the Goldie? Fitzy from the Goldie. Da- a danger, of course. He can do it from the bath. Yep. Right? With the floating Santa Claus or something mm-hmm. like that. Or Jingle Bells in the background. Uh, you want Adrian, don't you? Adrian, yeah, absolutely. He's like the Grinch who stole Christmas this point. Well, you've got to have the Grinch. Oh, you got to, yeah. And, and was there anyone else? Is it just four? No, there was a f- some over the last couple of nights that Jack will call back. Yeah, that's it. No, Steve's not going on. He hasn't rang us. Mm. All right. So anyway, Jack uh, producing the uh, the show from the kitchen tonight. Go to ICanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy from Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer. It's free to do so. Make sure you enter. Um, again, we t- spoke about this off the top of the show, the Paul Crawley article about the latest news uh, about alleged $1 million for Mitchell Moses. Still hasn't signed this. This is the offer from Parramatta. Yeah. There's a lot of talk, Sats, just on that, that he's going to the Bulldogs. Well, Bulldogs and West Tigers, from all reports, are... I'm hearing the Bulldogs. Well, you know, Stephen Crichton. If Stephen Crichton leaves Panthers and, and joins up with Cameron Seraldo, you, know, you can't have too many of those players that are in around eight nine $900,000 on your salary cap. Uh, but they do, you know, they do need a... They need, do need an experienced half to, to partner Matty Burton. Right. So... You make the choice about a, a general halfback that can control the game, can also create points and turn four into six on most occasions, has played a lot of big games, uh, up against the 5'8", who had a terrific season at centre when they won the comp two years ago, Penrith, and is still finding his way as, a, as an NRL 5'8", and he'll be a very good NRL 5'8". Or do you go Crichton, a, a fullback that, again, can create points, beautiful striker of the ball, and age is on his side as well. What is he, 22, 23 years yeah. of age? Yeah. So it's the same sort of argument when it comes to Moses and Stephen Crichton. But it depends what you have behind these guys as well. Like? Like who's coming through the ranks at Parramatta? Yeah, exactly. Well, at the moment, the, the person sitting in that box seat is Jacob Arthur. Mm. Still only 20 years of age. He's got to learn, a lot to learn about controlling a rugby league team, an NRL team, and a powerhouse team as well. But Mitch Moses only got one year left at the Eels, right? He has both he and Dylan Brown, and but it's is, fair to say one of them will definitely sign there if they can fit both. Well, that's not going to be possible. Well, I was looking through. I mean, you got Regan Campbell Gillard is on, 
who's on big money. Uh, Josh Hodgson's gone there who, you know, wouldn't have gone there for a, for a penny. Mm. Um, so, you know, looking through there, when you actually look through there, and I, I've, I've said myself, it's, I think it'd be difficult to keep both of them, but when yeah. you actually look through their, their team, there's not a lot of players that are taking up a large chunk of their salary cap. Okay. You know, Clint Gutherson would be taking a large – Regan Campbell-Gillard definitely is. Um, Borlo? Uh, Junior Barlow would be, yeah, absolutely. Um, so whether you can fit two halves in and around that sort of eight hundred to a million dollar number is a, is a big question. So I, I personally think they probably won't be able to do it. What? So we want to find out tonight. What are the big signings that have worked, and what are some of the ones that haven't? And a great example you've given Sats is Jared Hayne at the Titans. Yeah, it didn't work. Came back from the NFL, and a, a great PR publicity. Um, signing for the Gold Coast Titans at the time. But, again, it had a real short-term effect. Uh, I'll ask you this one. Has this one worked? Ben Hunt at the Dragons. Oh, yes. Ab- yeah, absolutely it has. Individually for himself, definitely. For the team? Well, it's a team game, isn't it? It's like, There's more than one player. Uh, I mean, it's fair to say he's been their best player consistently for, a, for the entirety of his contract. He can't be responsible for everyone else's performance. No. So... I can only judge it on him. He's he's been a great, a great signing. Okay, what about we've got a text message here also, and it's one of the names I've got written down here. Um, don't forget that uh, Kieran Foran. This is Steve. So Kieran Foran went to Para on big bucks. So did Anthony Watmo. Um, yeah, it, it just didn't work. A lot of stuff going off the field with Kieran that it really affected him on the field it when he went to the Bulldogs, and go to the Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs. Para, yeah, yeah. but he seems to be just a a true manly man. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes uh, at the Gold Coast Titans. I'll, I'll throw another one at you. Was this, is this one successful to date? Only one year. Adam Reynolds. I was about to ask you that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. From a leadership perspective. And they improved from the year before. They did. Substantially. They did. However, God, it's a hard one because his body let him down on occasions, didn't it? A really good one is Cooper Cronk. Yeah, there you go. Went to the Roosters. That's the best. Back-to-back comps. That would be the best example in rugby league. Mm. He got better. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he got better. Yeah, you're right. He oh, Cooper. Took away from the you – know, even though he had Tedesco and Co, he still had a lot of responsibility. Mm. And um, that, was, that was a tremendous signing. I'll, I'll put he this won on. a grand final with one wing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I'll put this one to you, okay? Listeners and Jace. Um, Anthony Milford, when he was at the Broncos. No. That's a flop. They played in the grand final 2015, and he would have arguably pro- probably received the, the Clive Churchill medal if they won. It's a f- it ended up being a flop. Mm. Didn't finish I'll, off Let well. me give you another one. The trail to Souths. Absolutely. So you reckon he's a better player now than he was at the Roosters? Different player. Different position, playing in the centres at the Roosters. Um, older now, far more mature, showing his maturity as well as, uh, with the South Sydney and playing at that fullback, that really important position. He's settled down But more. he can play 5'8 yeah. centre. He's a little yeah. bit like GI. He can play 5'8 centre, fullback, and have the same influence. Has he, has he been successful? Yeah, he, it has been because of the influence he has on the game when he's not playing. When he's not playing, they're a different side. Okay. 0457 736 736. What do you think? The big failures and the big wins when signing those big million-dollar contracts. Uh, have you got any more examples for us, too? We've got a special caller on the line. He's been waiting patiently. 
on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Glenn, how are you? Glenn, hello. He's he's not there. Okay, we got Michael here. Did he did say Cooper Cronk to the Roosters? There you go. Um, another one. What about Corey Norman to the Dragons? Ending in 027, That phone number. Yeah, that's a good one. Corey Norman never really lived up to the to the hype and expectation that uh, when he first came into first grade at a young age, he he never fulfilled. I think what a lot of people expect, especially a lot of the the experts that saw him play as a a very young player. He he never reached the heights. He, you know, he he played for Queensland, which means he's going okay. But in his position, he never completely dominated a game for large periods of time. Mark says any player who has signed with the West Tigers, including the coaches, has been Ooh. a bust. That's tough. Well, it has that. He's had that little bit of Adam Dewey stench about it for a, you know for a, a few years now. The West Tigers, and I hope they're able to get themselves out of it this year. They've got some really good signings, so that's going to be a, a question you could ask in twelve months' time. Api Karoi, Sao Isaiah Papali'i. I've got one for you, uh, James Tedesco <laughs> at the Roosters. <laughs> Did that work out well? Yeah, it went okay, oh, didn't it? Geez, they've let some good players go. The West Tigers, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've let some beauties go. Hey, we're talking about what bowlers, what fast bowlers you wouldn't want to face. Craig for Maitland wouldn't want to face Brett Lee in 99, taking your life into your own hands uh, against him. Uh, we had another one come through as well. Wouldn't like to face Kirtley Ambrose, especially if he was wearing the white sweatbands on his wrist. That's Belmont from Clarence. It's interesting when we're talking to Ian Bishop last week and, and he nominated Kirtley Ambrose. On top of all those great bowlers that they've had, you know, Colin Croft and and um, and Courtney Walsh and Malcolm Marshall and Michael Holding, uh, Andy Robertson co. Um, he said Kirtley Ambrose because he was the one that was most consistent at hitting the same mark every time, and that's frightening. Yeah, Steve Waugh wasn't scared of him, was he? <laughs> um, my Christmas message to Glenn and Adrian. We can't repeat that, Rooster Muzz. And speaking of the devil, uh, we'll try again this time. Glenn, are you there? I'm here, Justin. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Are you joining us for our uh, Christmas I special? I am. I am, mate. Although I mightn't be. Why? But can I just start with big signings that haven't worked, Justin? Is that okay? Go yeah, for it. Go for it. Whatever they're paying you for your cricket input, mate, that hasn't worked. Yep, I agree. And what's ridiculous mm -hmm. was Adrian's earlier call this afternoon to the Graham Hughes show. Yeah. Went half an hour and made absolutely no sense. I believe that. So if he's on the Christmas show, I may pull out. <laughs> no, no, you need oh, to we've make... Got, no, we've got you, a mutiny already. Yeah. The, the, the whack Possibly. pack is fighting amongst each other already. <laughs> now, listen... Uh, we need a definitive yep. answer now, right? Because we're we're just chasing rating success here. Are you on the Christmas yep. special? Adrian's going to be there. I need an answer from you now. Will you be on there or not? We need an answer today because we'll just replace you with someone else. Rooster Muzzle, come no. on. For, for your ratings, I'll definitely be there. Okay. See, I knew you. Do you know there. what? Do you know when your Christmas special will be? Because I'm actually going up to my brother's place in Murrundi. Right, okay. We'll work out. We'll days. work out these finer details off the air. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You done. just let me know, mate, and I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> I'll get Jack the text you. See you later. <laughs> what, what is this? Uh, what about um, talking about the Jack's question around could you get a one run off Binger Lee in easy, his day? Easy. And Craig from Maitland said Binger in 1999, like you said earlier on. Um, I said, yeah, you'd be able to get one run. 
hit and swing and just see what happens. Malcolm Marshall played Sydney grade cricket back in the day. Imagine facing him on a wet wicket as an amateur on a Saturday morning. Brett from Kingsgrove. Yeah, that would be frightening, wouldn't it? Just the aura of him, the simple aura. Hey, Mikko sent us a text too about great signings, right, Mm -hmm. versus bad signings. Glenn Lazarus, wherever he signed. That's that's a ding, ding, ding. So he came through as a young front rower. I think he's from Queanbeyan and, of course, won back-to-back grand finals with Canberra. Signs with Brisbane – First premiership for Canberra, first premiership for Brisbane, back-to-back, 92-93. Goes to Melbourne, second year. They win their first premiership in 1999. He's a captain. Yeah. That's, a, that's why I think when the Immortals are next raised, I think Glenn Lazarus is the next Immortal. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I still think we should have a modern-day Immortal and a past player Immortal. Because there have been so many great players, Sats. Yeah, we keep talking about that, and, and Badge says it quite often about it. You know, there's some players that may have missed their window of opportunity. I don't think you ever close the window. It should be reopened. Yeah. I know there's I know there's a thirst to have Thurston possibly cry. So I think Ken Irvine should be an immortal. There you go. Yeah, 212 tries in his first grade career and people are still trying to chase it. It'll be it'll be cut down by the way. Mm. Johnson will get him. Well, he, he will. Like he's, he the way like he's, he's going. On. Looks like he's on track. But, okay, but how do you go back, Sats? Have a listen to this. How do you go back when you've got Thurston, you've got um, Cam Smith, mm-hmm. you who else you got? Yeah, Billy we, Slater. How, you got all these blokes. Yeah, but we're so emotional about the players that have oh, only I just that. retired in the I last five that. or six years. So why don't we have a modern-day player and a golden oldie? So I don't think we need to have a modern-day player. Why not? Well, we're, we're doing it to appease the – the current crop of supporters when we've had a lot of supporters that are sitting back and going, what about Ken Irvine? And what about um, Tommy Rodonigas? Or what about you? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we, we, we don't want to appease just one, one market. Well, I hope we're still sitting here in 20 years time doing this show together, Sats, and we're arguing about this. Mm. You're not excited about that? Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.